0: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential
1: illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code Spotify for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site
2: for details.
1: You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. This is One Life Left. Hello and welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. Thanks to the Bike Show, I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron,
3: and I'm France.
1: France,
0: so and
3: Scantlebury.
1: Is
0: that
1: a callback or a throw throwback? Callback to Jack on the Bike Show. Yeah, he'll be dealing he'll be dealing with the Tour de France France. next week. Uh, you were surprised
0: that he pronounced it properly, weren't you? Pronounced, pronounced
3: it, it pronounced it like the sexy girl off that advert.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is. Yeah. Right, um, so we were in the studio uh, for the last bit of uh, Jack's show. Jack from the bike show. Mm-hmm. It's was interesting, wasn't it? Did we learn anything? Well, it's a different world with the bikers, isn't it? I'll yeah. tell you what I learned. They've got a mobile sauna on the M11. Yeah.
1: That's incredible. I know.
3: And they do it there and back.
1: <laughs> do it there and back. You know the bike show's got um, biking... Um, Jerseys Uh, Jerseys now Branded Interesting Lycra Well it's not Lycra Apparently it's not Lycra That's the sort of thing Terrible stand-up comedians would say Oh Lycra Lol (laughs) And it turns out we are Terrible Terrible, stand-up comedians
3: Lycra
1: For the next hour uh, We're going to be talking about video games We don't have a guest this week it's a shame, actually. I was thinking about dragging Jack back in, because I'd like to bring up a bike-related issue with oh, him. Oh, no, mm. Simon. Well, maybe if you shout it loud enough, because he's just outside. He's just mm. packing away. Is he? Just putting it, on his like, Lycra. Wrapping something around his,
0: around his left leg, or his right leg. I think that's a sign. Yeah, um, so I didn't mention this last week, but last week I was at uh, the station dropping I, I bought a bike about four, four or five weeks ago, maybe oh, okay. Is this? Are you looking for a transfer to the earlier <laughs> yeah, show? I am, yeah. And um, a policeman came up to me when I was locking it, and he said, he was handing out leaflets, he said, uh, just to let you know, there's been um, a spate of bike thefts uh, in the Mm -hmm. area, so we're encouraging people to register online, and I said, uh, I said, shouldn't worry too much about this, it's just like £100 from Halfords, you know, um, £100 is quite a lot of money, but... uh, Nothing special Like Leo Tan His bike costs 1500 quid Genuinely Steal his So uh, he said Yeah but it does look nice and I, and I felt like A strange sense of pride And I was like Alright thanks Is that because it red But it, that's, it, is that because it's red You know. And I was like I felt warm That the policeman thought That somebody might steal my bike And I, I wondered You know I've got a son I wondered if uh, If somebody came up to me And said You know there were some Dodgy people in the area But he's a good looking boy Isn't he But I'd feel like The same level of pride Um Anyway, that was fine. Happy uh, the weekend, my bike was stolen.
4: Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, nicked from down, Nick from my garden. And where, where's your son? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where I believe. So, yeah, I, was, I wanted to ask Jack um, what to do about it, basically, or how I can reclaim it. It's a red bike. It's called Trax, bought from Halford. Very sad to have, you know, wondered where it is now. It's been trafficked. <laughs> Somewhere has been, been ridden by people in Stevenage or Luton, presumably. Um, yeah, Sounds but,
1: like your chief suspect is that policeman. Uh, or Jack. That's a nice bike. Yeah. Shame if something but, were to happen But to what it. I wanted
0: to do was to get Jack, Jack's loyal army of uh, listeners to be on the look, <laughs> lookout for it. For and a then, red bike. A red bike, yeah. <laughs> and, th- and then, because somebody said that we thought it was funny when people got knocked off their bikes. We don't. We don't. We certainly don't. Unless you're riding a red
1: one, <laughs> which is probably mine. <sighs> You're listening to One Life Left, and for the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games, their impact on society, (laughs) and the theft of Simon's bike. We're going to start, as ever, with the news. 7.05
3: on Monday the 18th of July. I'm Anne Scanthelbury and this is the news. EA has bought PopCap for $1.3 billion. The move was announced on Wednesday and will see the Bejeweled developer join Playfish and Origin in the EA family. PopCap has claimed the acquisition won't change their focus on creating awesome casual games that everyone can enjoy. One Life Left also values itself at between $1 and $1.5 billion but will consider buyout offers upwards of £90. (laughs) How much...
1: That's loads.
0: That's a pounds of money. Loads. What do you think they're doing with that? Who, who, who owns um, Play? Uh, PopCap. PopCap. So, uh, yeah. So, which individuals, rather than EA, now? Um, do you know how, how many of them are there? Are they like Britain's biggest lottery winners?
3: It's like they're they're co-founders. So, there's definitely more than one.
0: Right. Um, <laughs>
3: Uh, no, I read that so they so what they're getting is like uh 500 million in cash or something. They're getting a load of shares right. and then they're getting another like I don't know, 3 I think 300 million in um uh performance related bonuses over the next year. But, and they only have four hundred staff. Wow. So that's going to be tons of money to the well, staff. Well,
0: given the sort of insidious nature in which these games operate, they should have been paid in virtual currency, shouldn't they? <laughs> like <laughs> as many fictional swords. Did you as see you can uh, count.
1: Singer's reaction? No. What did they w- do? With something like, "Yeah, we value ourselves with more. Oh, yes, yeah, loads more. We're like, mm, yeah, a little bit. And I, I'm, I'm glad. You know, I feel uh, really pleased for the guys at PopCap because their games are brilliant. Great, brilliant. Peggle. That's excellent. Bookworm Adventures. Plants vs. Zombies. Your turn, Anne. The George. Yeah, that's yeah. there we go. Uh, yeah, all good games. and um, They have a really, really nice uh, development attitude, I think, as well, which is just take ages, prototyping, prototyping, releasing. Uh, so, yeah, it's good for them. I, I don't feel quite as much affection for Zynga.
0: No. Do we, do, but we, do we know any of the PopCap guys? Like, <laughs> we should hang out with them. We should. We? Should
1: we invite them on the show? Let's invite them on the show.
3: Sony will invest $20 million in PSN exclusives over the next three years. Writing on the PlayStation blog, PSN marketing director Brandon Stander said it means more unique, fun, innovative, edgy and higher quality game experiences on PSN that you won't find anywhere else. The money will be used for Sony's pub fund indie outreach project as well as for first party studios. Rumour has it LulzSec is gearing up to pitch a hilarious hacking puzzler.
0: What was that guy's name?
3: Brandon Stander.
0: Right, he thinks we're idiots, then, does he? Yep. So what? So we don't understand the concept of exclusive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this means. We're, we're going to put stuff you can't get anywhere else. Right.
1: Where's uh, Where's Brandon Stander from?
3: Um, I'm I'm imagining uh, US.
1: But he didn't have a US accent. Yeah, that so is no. odd.
3: Oh, for goodness' sake. Maybe ma- ma-
1: no. Maybe he's uh, an expat, an English expat.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, but he is. so,
1: but they should treat their exclusives
0: in the way that. We Treat Ours. So when you're playing Joe Danger, he should just
1: shout, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive over it. That would make Joe Danger better, wouldn't it? (laughs) A good game made excellent. So, um, at the moment, obviously there are some exclusives on PSN, some exclusives on XBLA, Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, Which do you prefer?
0: Um, I prefer the exclusives on the PlayStation. Why is that? What was it? Because he said, Anne? because
3: um, the,
0: the, because uh, the man unique, said this
3: fun, innovative, edgy, and higher quality game yeah, experience." Also,
0: they get hacked, and then we get the free games, the free ones. I, so, yeah, um, I was looking on PSN just yesterday. Yeah, why pounds mm. there? Ready to be installed for free because of lol sex. <laughs> 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 Thanks. That is, that is good. Microsoft. They've they they've given me nothing.
1: They did have braid first. They did. <laughs>
3: Microsoft CFO Dennis Durkin has claimed that the Xbox 360 has way better first-party output than its competitors. Speaking to IndustryGamers.com, Durkin said, Just compare first-party performance over the course of this life cycle, because I think our first-party performance in terms of quality bars and units per title this shift has been superior to our competitors. He cited Forza, Fable, Kinect Sports and Halo as examples of their superiority. Sony and Nintendo had better be working on some pretty good comebacks, because Durkin just performed a whiz-bang corporate smackdown.
0: They've um, turned the trash talking up, haven't they? Recently, mm, Microsoft. lots of
1: talk. I also got bored of that statement halfway through. And he so stopped the bed of news. No, that was Anne being right. um, being too verbose. But the uh, but yeah, the, his actual sentence. I, I genuinely in the second half thought, what was the first half about? Because it was trash talking, but not in that interesting no, adolescent I, actually, way. The first second his first sentence bore no relation to the second.
0: Right. Okay. He said. If you compare um the performance mm-hmm. I think you'll find uh we no, I I th- I think we're better. I, th- I like, he didn't say I, th- I think we're fine. He said I think right. we're better.
1: Okay. We don't care it's
0: what you scary. think.
3: Well, apparently
1: care. we do. We read it out as part of news. So
0: Yeah. Thanks it is very news. Much. What's your
3: take
1: on that? Give give us an opinion.
3: Wait, hang on. What was the story about? Um <laughs> like of course he's going to think that it's better cuz it's his stuff, isn't it? You always think that stuff that like you and your friends make is better than stuff that other people make, don't you?
1: I think you need to um to sort of frame those an opinions with some sort of sentence. Like when you know when newscasters turn to a different um camera and they say in this newscaster's opinion, maybe in this an opinion. In this this An's opinion?
0: In yeah, I mean like at the very least you could have gone on Metacritic and found out what the averages were for both uh,
3: Eurogamer did that. I didn't want to rip off their whole story. <laughs> Apple has increased prices in its UK app store. This means that games you used to be able to buy for 59p are now being sold for 69p, and those going for £1.19 are up to a whopping £1.49. Apple claims that this increase, along with decreases in the Australian, Japanese and Swiss app stores, is an attempt to rebalance global discrepancies. We may not know much about exchange rates, but we do know this means Apple hates the UK.
1: <sighs> well, this uh, the internet didn't come out of this well, did it? Just so much whining over 10 pence.
0: Oh, (laughs) God. What are you doing? Why do you hate us, Apple? Why? 69 pence. I know. Well, actually, that's all the internet should have been doing, was pointing at the the number 69 and laughing at it.
1: Apple, do you know what you've done?
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was a bit embarrassing, wasn't it? I, although you know, people are quibbling, aren't they? Over over the, the uh, a few p here and there. Look after the pennies, and the pounds will look after themselves. Yeah, unless you're in Australia.
3: Finally, thank goodness for surveys. A recent one commissioned by Doritos has revealed that girls prefer playing online games than doing sex. Eighty-four percent of those that took the time out of their day to do the survey said they liked playing games on the internet, while only seventy percent said they enjoyed getting intimate intimate with another human being. At times like this, the only thing to do is seek advice from rapper Ludacris. He professes that the minority who say that sex is overrated are simply not doing it right. Thanks, Luda.
1: What game? No, this
0: wasn't. This was from Doritos yeah. who are launching something. Did they launch something on Facebook? Yeah, yeah but which launching... games are they
1: comparing? What but
3: online b- games?
1: Sex and ga- Sex and uh, which specific Braid. online games? Braid. Braid. Braid is not an online game. I
3: guess Farmville.
1: Um. Uh. Shadow era, right?
0: Okay, is that like the one, the, the card trading one? Yeah, it's very wow. good actually. Better than sex. <laughs> Put that on your box. Shadow era. <laughs> Zookie. Uh, yeah, this is nonsense, obviously, and um, and also I don't believe the survey one bit. Right. Okay. I is mean, it's, it's one it's of it the. you you you. You do PR. Well, I was about to say yeah. So it's a common PR practice is to suggest a survey which you which will generate results which people will find. Either interesting or surprising, and that is neither. It's fictional. Um, People tend to write about boys versus girls, that's a good Mm -hmm. survey thing. Mm -hmm. North versus South is another good thing. Um, North. But yeah, uh, and ones that either reinforce a stereotype or shatter it.
3: Yeah. What did this one do?
0: Well, it it uh it reinforced the stereotype that uh people who play video games uh is a solitary pursuit um better than sex, I guess. But uh yeah, I but they've done it just so that Doritos, which wouldn't ordinarily get mentioned on a show like this, got mentioned. So, let's
1: not mention Doritos. It's, yeah, well,
0: no. other what's like a Dorito?
3: Walkers um like crisps or kettle chips.
0: Kettle chips yeah. are better than eating Pringles. Doritos, which is already survey. better than sex. Let's do a survey. Sex.
1: Let's do a survey of the people in this room mm. who prefers Pringles to Doritos. That's unanimous. Unanimous. Everyone. Yeah.
4: One Life Left Video Game News with Anne scamford Thank <laughs> you.
1: listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, we're a video game radio show that also plays brilliant chip tune music. This one is Demo, a demo by Trey Frey. You can find it and more of his work on 8bitcollective.org. It's good. Music's something very close to our hearts. We like music more than we like sex. We dis- a survey revealed that yeah. uh, and we distrust anyone who believes otherwise. It's 100% of us distrust. Anyone. That's why we're all eating a branded form (laughs) of snack, right? Yeah,
0: it's going to be a big part of this of One Life Left this year, isn't it? Uh, As we make our journey towards Nottingham Game
1: City, and we discussed last week um, what we were going to do at Nottingham Game City. It's going to be great. And we we came to the conclusion. Well, you proposed that we do a charity single, and I said, "Give me a week to think about it." And this week we were going to decide. I have not thought of anything better. Okay. Anne.
3: I thought it was brilliant in the first place. Did you?
1: So you didn't bother thinking? Of no, anything, I just you? thought.
3: Well, that's that. Thing. I
1: tried really hard, right? And I couldn't think of anything. Better. So, what did you? How far did you get in your thoughts? Well the sort of distance from the tube station to this studio that's so three, that's about
0: three three or four minutes
1: three or four minutes of thinking yeah pure thinking apart wow. from when i was crossing the road yeah that was dangerous. careful then actually also it was raining oh, yeah. so i was a bit distracted by it. anyway it doesn't matter yeah. didn't think of anything better so we are going to do some sort of charity single whether or not it's <laughs> going to be the one we talked about last week
0: Right, yeah. I don't know. You know, having thought about this, we we considered that maybe there would be some form of intellectual property right we might be abusing.
3: Intellectual?
0: Yeah, mature. Ugh. Um, But if we're doing it for charity, no one's going to have a go at us,
1: are they? No. Probably.
0: Could a
3: lawyer get in touch with us and tell us if they actually are going to have a go at
0: us?
1: Are you a lawyer? Please write to OneLifeLeft at...
3: Team at OneLifeLeft.com
0: So the idea is, uh, we were going to do 8-bit karaoke anyway, weren't we? That was always on the cards. We're definitely going to do that. Uh, which Probably, be, yeah, definitely. Um, Probably. But we thought that just in our
3: hotel room, if not,
0: <laughs> what we should do? Because you know, big fans of charity and stuff was uh, release a charity record and then go on CD UK or Top of the Pops or something like that. Mm. E4,
4: live, E4 live, and on the beach. live and
3: kicking. Live and kicking.
0: The old grey whistle test, or maybe later with Jules Holland. <laughs> do you imagine that. Go on <gasps> so the idea we came up with was um, that we would do. Um, like, like we, we sort of gamify, which is a terrible word, I'm sorry. Um, it's the worst word. Do they know it's Christmas? And that um, every week we would get a guest to record a line. And um, when we get to uh, Nottingham, we'd, we'd then sort of all be joined on stage and recreate the video. So you'd have, like essentially what we want to do is have Martin Hollis smoking,
1: playing the part of Bono <laughs> or Paul, Paul Young um, live on stage in Nottingham basically all of our games industry friends on one stage singing this song and that i can believe in like that i can believe in um so in order to facilitate that we asked our listeners didn't we we sort of asked our listeners for ideas read the lyrics and we got a letter we did get a letter yeah thanks listeners for your support uh thanks particularly
0: to matt hogg who says hi Anne, simon Steve, and possible super special guests nope after hearing you court listeners for submissions, which is what we do best, actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I'd have a crack at a game-related Do They Know It's Christmas. If you've decided to end up using a, any of it, I'd be thrilled. Uh, so here we go, he says. So, Matt, not only are we going to use some of it, we're going to use all of it, uh, just to give you an idea of the... Fl- it's, it's very good. It's very good. I don't, think, I don't think it's quite the finished article, but we might use some of it in the... This is,
1: this is a demo, isn't
0: it? This is our, this is our proof of concept, okay? Um, so uh, I'm going to be... Everyone. No. George Michael. You're going to be everyone. And Pepsi and Shirley. And Anne, you're going to... So Anne's going to... Who are you going
1: to be?
3: Joss Stone.
1: Joss Stone.
3: Remember, I'm from the new one.
1: Okay, and I'm going to be Bono and go and smoke outside the studio while this happens watching children die um, Hang on a second, before you start
0: don't it Don't
3: pick your fingers No,
1: um, before you start it, uh, which bits are you going to take
0: out? I don't know Why don't you take, so shall well, we alternate or not? Do you want to do that? This is is going to Steve be awful. singing? No, of course he's not
3: Oh, for goodness he's sake
0: drunk, is he? Steve, do you want to sing? Uh, no, thank you We're going to stand up like they're doing the video Oh, no So, are we going to alternate?
3: Right, you start Okay I'll see if I join in
1: Okay, you ready? I, I do have a slightly phlegmy throat. You're probably going to have to stand a bit further back from the mic. Okay, ready? <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. no, no, we're no. Gonna, if we're going to do okay. this properly. Let's right. Oh, we're going to cut okay. this out. Yeah, shush, shush. Okay. Start again. Are we ready?
0: It's Christmas time, time to play the Wii, the
3: party game.
1: I think that was a good enough demo. Did the
3: computer just reject us? It did.
1: (laughs) It did. Um, I'm not sure what happened. That wasn't me. I was Was impressed. Were you? I was impressed. Thanks. That's all we seek. So Um, we're we're obviously like any demo of any beta version. (laughs) We're seeking feedback. Yeah, and funding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically that's the idea. Um, we didn't get so there were some, some other lines down towards the end and stuff. But the idea is we take obviously a line and we make it funny, um, not just in the singing either. Who were you? So you were? I could tell I could recognise who you were doing there. Yeah. Charles Settle. Yeah. Because you sounded a little bit drunk. Yes. Uh, Peter Molyneux, because I could hear the barking. Yeah. In the background.
3: Um, I tried to be Japanese a little bit. <laughs> I didn't really?
0: So uh, yeah, that's what we want to do, really. So if you, um, the idea will be from now, from next week, maybe uh, we will um, ask our guests to record a line. So if you've got, should we do, should we do verse by verse then? Yeah.
1: I think that's good. I think we'll discuss the logistics uh, off air. Off air. And yeah, uh, don't you but, behind but the curtain, I think that was good is. enough. Uh, good enough proof of concept to okay. say. So green light this process. And so Ooh. if anybody knows Bob Geldof, do, is
0: it Bob Geldof we need to ask?
3: No, I think it's Midjur He wrote it.
1: Right. So yeah. d- do you know Midjur?
3: Do you know Midjur? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, uh, it's time for this week's Free Market Economy with Derek Williams.
5: I think these FMEs of late have been a bit rushed, so this week let's relax, calm down a bit and take it slower. Anyway... I'll bet you're wondering what video games are being bought most from that mysterious certain online retailer that I use, aren't you? Well, here's what they are. We have a new entry to the chart at number 10 this week, despite the fact that the game in question isn't even out for four months, well, three and a half. It's COD Moor 3, or Call of Duty 8, or Modern Warfare 3, or whatever you want to call it. Doesn't roll off the tongue quite like COD Blops, really though, does it? Pre-ordering three months in advance? You silly gamers. Let's Draw on the DS is at number 9, dropping three places. Red Dead Redemption on PS3 is at number 8, which is a re-entry. Price hasn't changed since last week, so what's driven it back into the chart? Perhaps new download content? COD 6 Modern Warfare 2 is a new entry at number 7 though the thought of playing the new one in the series is undoubtedly making people want the previous ones. Red Dead Redemption on the 360 is at number 6, climbing one place. Lego Harry Potter on the Wii makes its debut in the chart at number 5, clearly boosted by the film release. Now is a good time to vlog Harry Potter stuff, except right now it's being sold for a mere £10, so best save it until Christmas then. Just Dance 2 on the Wii still hasn't completely sold out of all it's copies and is at number 4. Top Spin 4 on the 360 rises to this week's number 3, The weather's not been so good lately so maybe people want to pretend it is. Lego Pirates at number 2 and on the Wii. Depressingly familiar though is that Zumba Fitness is still number 1, can anything knock it off that number 1 spot? I'm Derek Williams, and this week's free market economy self-promotion is for my exciting Tumblr rates, VHS covers, DerekFME.tumblr.com.
1: That's Derek Williams and his free market economy. Thanks, well done, Derek. Derek. Did you just fake me into a round of applause?
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. He we went, went to well. applaud and I started and no. thought, oh. Yeah, but you know what actually happened, don't you? Because we were doing something else. We were surprised that Derek ended and so we pretended that we liked what he well, did. What we am- would... No doubt he was just advertising his own podcast. <sighs>
1: uh, what we were doing was something uh, important, though, wasn't we? Were it were just was. messing around. We were uh, um, practising for the letters section. Email, yeah.
6: messages, and one
1: Life letters. Yeah, that implies a level of preparation
0: that we don't actually do.
1: I think listeners will be well aware of the amount of preparation we do from that previous uh, <laughs> rendition of "Do They Know It's Christmas Time?" So, do you want to start? Got to out from regular contributor Ben Hall. Thanks, Ben, for writing it. And do write to us. We didn't have very
0: many letters last uh, week. We had a lot of live listeners, um, and you're you may be chatting in the One Life Left uh, chat room, which is at
3: oh tiny URL. Dot com forward slash O-L-chat.
0: that's where it is they're so all hanging out there so if you listen live go and dive in um Derek is you no know, doubt trying to offload some goods um we don't have any actual letters in fact I was prepared to bring one of the spam ones with us this evening so do write in uh, as Ben has done he says hello team possibly plus a super super special guest we have got a special guest lined up for next week Defo are
3: they super special
0: yes good Ben writes, as you are probably aware, the Rock Paper Shotgun team have decided to hold a social event at our pub, The Blue Post. Now, we're in a secret circle on Google Plus. We're on a one life left circle, aren't we? I quite like yeah. it. Because we were slagging them off. And Steve, you, Steve, Steve you, you got a little bit worried, didn't you? Did I? Well, because you were like, you said, oh, one of the bad things about Google Plus is that you, it's not immediately obvious that it, it's only you that can see this. So when I called Rock Paper Shotgun, that word yes <laughs> you you thought that word was public on the internet well i thought we were on air <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> um so yeah we discussed this uh, our pub blue post um is uh yeah it's allowed to yeah tell. so
1: we 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 basically have this pub in london which obviously as a seven series listener you will know we have our christmas gatherings in the blue post in london and we found out that rps have started having their gatherings there as well as the guardian have their gatherings. Unbelievable! What is it, everybody? Why can't anybody do their own research,
0: have their own ideas? Ben continues, whilst the Blue Post is probably a better fit for their dozen readers compared to the hundreds that always try That's to true. attend the yeah. OLL Christmas party. Oh, it's parties, a small pub. I still think it's a bit cheeky for them to steal our venue without crediting us point, Ben. He says, the worst thing is that being, a P- the being PC gamers, they have decided to enforce arbitrary rules on their events to make them fun, such as making it so that you can only go to the event if you bring a woman along
1: with you. Is that actually true? That is actually you know true. What? Is that they're, what they've done? They're, they're c- calling it Ladies' Night. They're
3: changing the name of their website to Rock Pimps shotgun <gasps> That's what they're doing. Really? Is that
1: true as well?
3: Yes. Exclusive, that's true. Shh. <laughs>
1: That is embarrassing
0: for anybody who's involved in that, which now yeah. includes us. Yeah.
1: So the girls have to bring girls
0: as well. I don't know. That is. And that's probably contravening some European law as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's unbelievable,
1: etc. Well, That's good really luck with that. breaking
0: breaking stereotypes. Yes, oh, um, he says. Of course, all parties don't need women bringing along, mostly because Anne invites her female friends along, so she doesn't have to talk to listeners. But yeah. at least there are some women out there of their own accord. However, thinking of inviting women to events reminds me of that army chap who invited Mia, sorry, Mila Kunis, out to his army prom on American telly and got her to say yes. Clever uh, guy. was all over the news last week. Yes. Um, Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to invite Lee Alexander out to this year's One Life Left Christmas party. I've not checked this out with my wife, but she'll be totes cool with it. I've already pre-booked separate travel lodge rooms for us, and I'm even going to pay for the breakfast. (laughs) What do you say, Lee? Lee Alexander, over to you.
3: Yeah, Lee, what do you reckon?
1: Interesting. Set it up, separate rooms. I've had a letter, and by I, I mean the team. But it's it's really me, isn't it? It's all about you. It's from Jonas Brenner, uh, and it says, "Hey, you guys. You might 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 not remember my name from the beginning of last season. Of Of course, course we we remember. We do. We do.
3: Jonas.
1: Jonas. Anyway, as a listener from Germany, I feel obligated to write in with the correct pronunciation of the word
3: Schadenfreude.
1: I really hope he gets it wrong. Attached to the email is a short audio clip I recorded earlier. Maybe you want to play it on the show to set the record straight. Oh, and I'm sorry about pointing out the Hitler salute animation on your website. Someone had to do it. Well, this is a... Hold on, I'll turn down the music. This is what Jonas sent us. Hey, all our team. I am a listener from Germany, and I am here to tell you that the correct pronunciation is Schadenfreude. Once again, that's Schadenfreude. You probably didn't actually care, but there it is. Right. Thanks, Jonas. Can,
0: could you play that again, Steve?
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. And then just stop it. Okay, okay. Hold on.
0: Hey, OLL team, right. I am a listener can you Stop from that. He doesn't pronounce OLL team properly. For
1: a start. Really? He's just sort of getting oh, t- old team. Old team? Yeah. Maybe He's that is how. On- he seems to be the expert on how you pronounce things. So. He's putting
3: on a good German accent, though, isn't he? He's a speak
0: and spell man. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Jonas, that was excellent, and any time you want to correct Simon on all of the other words he says wrong, <laughs> just let us know.
3: Um, I've got a letter. Dear Team OLL and Guests... Nope. My favourite games website, nukezilla.com, have been thinking back on the things we miss about uh, the favourite... uh, Sorry. We miss about the gaming tropes of old. Personally, I miss cartridges, which never had load times. What does the team miss? Love, Faye. P.S. Love the show. Certainly my favourite video game radio show in Europe.
1: I miss those uh, halcyon days when... um, I don't know why I turned the music there. It wasn't a very funny thing, I was about to I say. I miss the music. <laughs> <laughs> Joke alert. Team, I've got something <laughs> to tell you. Uh, no, what I was going to say is, miss those halcyon days when um, iPhone games were only 59 p. Oh. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Thinking and you could only day.
0: use five fingers in oh. multi-touch,
1: couldn't you? It's really restrictive. I know. Good times, good yeah. times, good times. What do you miss?
0: I i don't miss anything actually i'd like playing games in the olden days before cartridges uh tapes used to sit around 15 minutes and be surprised if it worked Mm. i
4: know
1: piracy was easier then what what do you miss
3: um well i've only ever played games in the present you miss your
1: ignorance (laughs) yeah that's what i miss what do you miss steve i just said that at the start of this bit i missed it boom um, okay, so that's letters. As Simon said, we really didn't get enough letters this week apart from Jonas's brilliant one, which you were rude about.
0: It was good, yeah. Uh, write to us or send in um,
1: MP3s of you talking. <laughs> <laughs> More MP3s, please. And if you want to do that, uh, you can do that by
3: emailing team at com.
1: Okay, so what do we have now? Whoa. Should we have some features or should we have some music?
3: Features. We've
0: got
1: features, so much. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Do you remember the Do You Inverts? Of course. So. What? Is there something going on with the Do You Inverts? They seem unhappy with us over Twitter.
3: Yeah, don't be unhappy.
1: Yeah, be happy. Uh, We
3: like you a lot. The Did You Inverts.
1: Do You Inverts do like us. Right. Because uh, they've produced a feature for us and it's not singing.
4: No. Whoa.
1: What? I'm going to play it now.
2: Stormrise, a 2009 game from Creative Assembly, the creators of around 85 nearly identical Total War games and one other game about Vikings that was quite good but nobody bought, is generally the cheapest current generation HD console game to buy online. For those of us seeking games that fit a budget, the £3 price tag makes it worth investigating this RTS third person hybrid Curio. Not surprisingly, the box makes no mention of real-time strategy, suggesting a canny marketing executive was well aware of the attractiveness of non-Halo-branded RTS games to your average slack-jawed, dungaree-wearing console gamer. The game's box does boast about verticality. When a game seems fit to boast about how things occur on the Y-axis, you should duly begin to worry, and the bad CGI movie that kicks off the game does little to allay these fears. Overall, the plot is about mankind trying to control the weather, burning the planet to a crisp, and then bingly-bongly-boo, space marines versus mutants, or something. However, just as you're about to hammer the eject button, the line, gonna make me some freak salad, crops up in the opening cinematic, and you can't help but settle back onto the sofa. So is it any good? Well, RTS games on console have three choices on how to present a control screen. Option one, pretend the left stick is a mouse and chuck the PC UI on the console and hope for the best. This rarely works, as the left stick offers the grace and delicacy of a clog-wearing hippo. Option two is to stick in hundreds of radial menus, which are triggered using both sticks, and then chuck in a few shortcuts on the remaining buttons in a vain attempt to create something workable. This also rarely works unless you also stuff Halo on the box and pretend your game isn't an RTS. Option three is just to do something left field. Chuck in voice control, tilt control, motion control, or other flailing mechanism, and hope you hit upon some spark of genius that every other developer has missed. Well, Stormrise is an Option 3 game, but like many Option 3 games, the vestigial ideas within the title, a sort of half cadged potpourri of stuff nicked from End War and Full Spectrum Warrior, among others, fail entirely to gel. Describing how Stormrise controls in minutes is difficult. Indeed, learning how to use the weird controls will de-skill you to the extent you'll be like Uncle Stephen when he was handed the control pad last Christmas to have a crack on Modern Warfare 2 and ended up running around in circles for ten minutes shooting the ceiling. Essentially, the battle is played from the troop rather than the map perspective. The camera is pulled in tight behind each unit you control. In theory, by sweeping the right stick, you can rapidly switch control to other units, group units together and issue orders to units, telling them where to go, which way to face and which special powers to use. There are a lot of good ideas here. By playing the battle out from the immediacy of the soldiers themselves, your farmer engaged in the action than the typical pulled-out view of more run-of-the-mill RTS. When it works, flicking between units is quick and easy. Sadly, the murky graphics, fiddly nature of selecting and grouping units and mind-bogglingly stupid AI means it doesn't always work. Indeed, knowing what is where, finding something to attack it, getting it there, making it attack without standing dumbly in a murderous hail of lead and then getting assistance to that area is like trying to shepherd Boris Johnson through a crowd of salsa-dancing seals. Stormrise is tough. Indeed, you begin to realize early on that Stormrise doesn't like you very much and the feeling may well become mutual. That said, between the making of the freak salads and the hideous control scheme, there's a little spark of a game screaming to get out. In this age of austerity, Stormrise is just the ticket. It's a glum game. It's a game designed to annoy you rather than relax you. It's an arranged marriage of a game. A game that will demand more of you than you'll be willing to give it. However, it's bloody cheap, which is why it's my austerity pleasure of the week. (laughs)
1: Never never mind You're listening to One Life Left On Resonance 104.4 FM
0: Anne, is there something
1: wrong with you? (laughs) He's talking You're listening to One Life Left On Resonance
0: Anne, are you made of paper?
1: You're listening to One Life Left On Resonance 104.4 FM We're a video game radio radio show And in the background Alongside Anne's rustling You can hear Asbestos Factory by Jakeem. Anne, are you trying to make a point or something?
0: Yeah, I've had a letter. But <laughs> why? So this and is that's, what and you... that's the noise that a letter makes when? When you um, scrunch it up. <laughs> so, as a suggestion,
3: maybe you wouldn't scrunch it. Okay, this is, what, this is what happens when you open it.
1: Oh. Oh no. We've had a letter. Yeah,
3: we had a letter. A
1: last minute letter. Okay, um, let's have a look at it then. Dear One Life Left, I've never liked cows. It was late April 2007. I was having a period of severe personal, financial, professional, and medical crises. I felt like I needed a break from it all, at least for a morning. I decided to go to my local city farm. Standing around forlornly, looming at displaced animals had to make me feel better. And, after about an hour of aimlessly wandering between fields, I discovered myself uh, facing a problem. The problem was Regina. Regina was some kind of cow. Only, Regina had gone a bit wrong. She was scabby, bloated and angry. Either I or she was in the wrong place, and from the expression on Regina's face, I was about to pay the price. But then, from nowhere One Life left, my saviour appeared. She held a calm, well-manicured hand in front of Regina, grabbed her collar and tugged her towards a pen. I gratefully thanked her and fainted into the mud. I awoke in the farm's first aid office. My saviour, a volunteer named Laura, had carried me there. She offered me a cup of tea. I kept trying to talk, but I found myself tongue-tied. She was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen. Was love at first sight really possible? I filled my mouth with biscuits, attempting to cover up my silence as she assured me that lots of people get overexcited and faint at the farm. Eventually, I managed to find the words to excuse myself. I left. I knew I had to come back. I had to see Laura again. Maybe even talk to her this time. I'd never felt anything like this. The next day I returned to the farm. I couldn't find Laura anywhere. I asked a man who was brushing a horse with a comb if she was around today. He looked sad. Apparently Laura had caught a terribly virulent infection from one of the animals and had died in hospital last night. I knew, I knew it was Bessie. I stormed through the farm, full of rage, but when I got to Bessie's Bessie's pen, it was too late. The infection had also claimed the infernally gammy beast. So now I'll never know. I'll never know if Laura could have loved me like I loved her, but when I got home that day and logged onto Facebook, I found that one of my friends had sent me a cow in Farmville. I knew what I had to do. And now, one life left, every waking hour of every day, I add more cows, more breeds, more farms. And one day, one day, I will have more cows than any other Farmville player. And then, Bessie, then, then shall we see. Love the show. All the best, Mick Rossiter. Thanks, Mick.
6: 1900 hours, Dr. Avatar covering for Nurse Joy at Vermilion Regional, patient Jigglypuff. Her trainer reports that her water broke half an hour ago, and physical exam suggests that she is definitely going into labor. Her contractions shouldn't be this painful, however. Maybe I should get a homeopath in here to rub a magic stone on her. I I don't know how to deal with these situations. 2200 hours, intrapartum ultrasound confirms that the patient has bred with an incompatible species. Markings indicate this was likely a squirtle. God, they never tell you about all the miscarriages that these little guys go through. Zero hundred hours. Jigglypuff has lost a great deal of blood and has been given two red cell transfusions. She also appears to be extremely pale, though I believe that's what these things are supposed to look like. It would certainly help if the patient didn't put the entire medical staff to sleep in response to pain stimuli. Remind me to never do veterinary a favor again. Oh, three hundred hours. The mixed infant failed to make it to delivery. But I will attempt to stabilize Jigglypuff for as long as I can. I don't know why these things are allowed to get pregnant before level 20 anyway. I'm sure the irresponsible trainer is already off catching a new one. new dictation for patient Jigglypuff.
1: It's time for the review section. Before that, you heard Dr. Avatar. And back before that, the Do You Inverts presented their austerity pleasures. Simon, what have you been playing this week? This week, I've been playing quite a few things,
0: but uh, I'm going to talk about Reckless Getaway on the iPad. Available also for the iPod, Touch, iPhone, other iOS devices. Are
1: there others? There might be. No, you're wise to do that, because in in two years' time, three years' time, twenty years' time...
0: People are looking back at the first time we did to don't One Life Left version of Do They Now It's Christmas?
1: They're looking at the uh, One Life Left archives and they see this, and this review will still be relevant. It will, yeah, I mean, it,
0: it may cost now, like, seven... Well, actually, I, I can't remember how much it is since IMP. Um, who, who knows what the price will be in the future, but, yeah, it's basically uh, the good bits from uh, GTA Chinatown Wars, uh, i.e. the car chases, and that's it. Uh, so it's a car chase, um, it's got a simple narrative that you just robbed a bank, um, who thought robbing a bank would be the easy bit, it starts, <laughs> and then you have to get away, and um, yeah it's good, very simple uh, controls left and right as you speed um, speed up the screen and uh, sort of t- top down graphics, um, screen rotates left and right and you pick up uh, bonuses and coins and power-ups and stuff and the idea being that you get more points for the more collisions that you cause without wrecking your own car jumps and all of that sort of thing so yeah sounds good it's great fun really yeah i mean i bought um chinatown wars on the on the ipad because i'm an idiot i'd (laughs) already finished the ds version and like of course it's just it's just really fiddly on the ipad Mm. um so this one, uh, yeah, it just, it just gets rid of everything else. All you're doing is going left and right. Um, it's You need to sort of relearn the courses every time, otherwise you won't pick everything up and stuff. But yeah, it's great. Very exciting stuff. Like it. Seven out of ten.
1: Excellent. Anne?
3: Um, I've been playing Spirit on the iPhone pad pod. Pid. Pid. Um, so it's this little game where you are a spirit, and there is a box, and you are in the box. And then these other... I guess spirits, different kinds of monster things, uh, come up and move around the box, and you have to draw a circle around them to get rid of them, uh, and you get points for drawing circles around them. They all move in different kinds of ways. Some of them have tails. Some of them, I don't know, move forward. Some of them move (laughs) backwards. Yes, and then obviously you get more points uh, as you But it's you go not up the a levels. game where you're
1: going around. It's a game where you're staying in the same place. No,
3: you literally have to go around.
0: Oh, draw a circle with like yourself
3: it. around oh, the was monsters that what
0: drew, drew you to it. Ha. Ah, oh. Was it?
3: Yeah. Uh, no, I just thought the name was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked it looked like it would be quite a nice game to play. Is it? Um yes and no. Oh. Yeah, cuz it's hey. simple. It's um quite it like it's so easy to do you get the hang of it pretty quickly maybe
0: you're just very good at it no um
3: and like it's it's just quite it looks very nice it's like uh all so the screen is black and it's all like luminescent um yeah and it looks all spirity and it's it's nice it's it's good game to play um but i found it annoying in that i don't know if the screen is too small or my finger is too fat but
4: it's really, which finger do
0: you use? I see both. And I your screen?
3: Uh, well, like it's just a general. Well,
0: just the way you've sketched it out then. Yeah. Made mm. the screen look big actually, Ooh. and your fingers tiny. Oh, tiny good. dainty fingers. Um,
3: yeah. So, so the uh, other spirits move around randomly, and when you're trying to draw a circle around them, and they just they sort of go into the line that you're drawing the circle in, uh, and if you hit them, you die. Um, so I found that really annoying.
0: It does sound annoying. Yeah.
3: It does sound annoying. Um, also, you can... you Basically, if you can draw a circle that's as big as the whole of the uh, square that you're in...
0: A circle as big as a square?
3: Yeah, then you can just kill everything that's in it.
0: So you could... Which no. is pretty easy. Mm, so you um, draw a square?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's good. It was only 59p. I got it before the prices oh, went up. Wise, in your face. Um, so but,
1: as a 59p score... 7 out of 10. That's a 69p game. 7 out of 10. God, One well, life left just got about 100% more fun for you than <laughs> yeah, this yeah. So I'm going to complete our trilogy of iPhone reviews. iPhone special. by talking about magnetic billiards.
0: And ah, now wow. I downloaded this as well because um, has, has the price of free gone up? No, it's, no, still, it's still free. free. <laughs> well,
1: I'll, I'll Don't come tell to that. Apple. No. They might make it dim- <laughs> so uh, magnetic, pillia- magnetic Pilliards Magnetic Pilliards is by the Bickfords <laughs> <laughs> And Magnetic Billiards is by the Pickford Brothers uh, Who run an independent software company called Z3, Z3. Uh, They are veteran software developers I've got a bit of a I don't like them
0: Why is that because they've got beards? That's because they've got Whoa. beards and you don't anymore no,
1: It's because one of oh. them is called Stee
0: No I know I know uh. Are they old? Are they both, so? Are they called? they?
1: Are they actually called Steven There's as one well? called a Stee who's got a better beard than I oh. do, and he's better this at making games. Change. It turns out because magnetic billiards is brilliant.
0: So oh, I. No. This is the problem with um, games that now cost 10p, is that I don't have the patience to learn them. And what I liked about Magnetic Billiards was that it sort of pops up
1: and it's got the Pickford Brothers and it. it's all quite cute, and they yep. it. but then I didn't understand it. Okay, it's really, really simple. I didn't understand what I had to do. All you have to do is fire the billiards around on a table and connect them to one each. One I another. did that and then it said I shouldn't. Yeah, but by taking as, ma- as many shots as possible... That's it, not doing it all in one shot. So accruing score, it's a score attack game. Okay. okay. Yes. You have to You have to connect with a ball of the same colour in each shot or you'll lose a life, but you don't want to connect with all of them, just one at a time. And so it's brilliant, it's very, very simple. The scoring is, I think, not very well explained... And there are some control issues, but even so, it's incredibly tactile, and it's taken me away from a thousand heroes this Whoa. week. Which any listener missions. to the, the Fill your boots. well, you can try. I was still number one last time I checked what? today. Even when you don't mm. play the games? No, actually, on a thousand heroes, it's been it's been very, very good week. Very, very fiercely competitive. Uh, I must buy it. Yeah, you really should. I and uh, listeners, you should too. join our custom league. One well, i left, there are no custom leagues in. Um, magnetic billiards, but it's still a brilliant, brilliant yeah, game. Yeah, I will I will play it again, definitely, because it, it reminded me of um, Emotion, do you remember that? Yes. Um, yes. Well, it reminds me of Sticky Balls. Ah. ah. Yes. Yeah. Which is a, probably a better title for the reason that it's making Anne giggle, but obviously uh, I'm, I'm fairly sure it couldn't be used for legal reasons, I think someone owns the rights to that now. The one can't problem, the major problem with balls. magnetic billiards at the moment is that the uh, the paid stuff is not available. I think that's still going through Apple's system, so I can't wait until it does. Uh, is. That's right, isn't Will it? Be. Is. Will be. Will uh, be. And then I'll buy that, and everyone else should do too. Nice. Seven out of ten. Um, Any any other reviews? Any
0: other business? Yeah, I downloaded the um, the the game by the Magic the Gathering developer, and it's not as good as Shadow Era. Okay. Yeah, it just goes to show. Seven out of ten. Yeah.
5: Ah, you know, sometimes I look at my Charizard and I remember how tiny he was when I got him. Yeah, when he was a Charmander. Yeah, when I was given my first Pokemon. Yeah, what do you, what do you mean, given giving your first Pokemon? You know, you got given your first Pokemon by the, the crazy professor in your town. What? Crazy professor? Yeah, you know the crazy professor. Your mum says, hey, crazy professor wants to come see you. And you go, "Oh, that guy? Okay, I'll go see him. He goes, we're going on a grand adventure. Here's a Pokedex and here's a Pokemon. Off you go. Oh, you just got given a Pokemon? Yeah, you're just handing them out rare one, too. I mean, I've never seen one before. You just got given a Charmander. You just got given a Charmander. What's that? What's That's right? crazy. I, well, I didn't even have a crazy professor in my town. I was brought up and born and raised in Pewter City. Why did you get your Pokemon well, from? Well, I just started off with a couple of Weedles. I just picked them up. They can't run. You've got a Bulbasaur, don't you? You're yeah, sweet. I bought it. That cost me 12 grand. You bought the Bulbasaur? Yes. I didn't know you could just get one. It's a professor handing them out. Well, I didn't know.
0: I mean, my ma- I think... Somebody might have said something to me about like, oh, go and see the Crazy Professor. But I'm, I'm
5: not seeing the Crazy Professor. He's bloody crazy! Well, my mate took the Squirtle because it's, you know, it's the Squirtle it's... is that? But oh, they're... so that's where they. But the Bulbasaur's still back. You could probably still go get that's it. That's where everyone gets them from. Yeah, you've got oh. a Crazy Professor, the Charmander, the Bulbasaur, and the Squirtle. Oh, that makes so much sense. It's funny that they're like rock, paper, scissors. I spent like twelve years looking for a Bulbasaur. Ah, oh, so in the right. end, I just bought one off some kid. Yeah, Crazy Professor. Oh
4: God, damn.
5: Anyway, I'm going to go back to my gym. I heard there's some electric types, you know, messing things up. All right, yeah. 12 grand.
1: Matt and Steve's amazing Pokemon week continues. That That was was amazing. That was amazing. It was. Uh, so we're reaching the end of uh, episode four of season seven of One Life Left. We've only got a few minutes left. It's time to play the uh, outro music. Is it? It's just, it's gone so fast. You say that every week. That means you're still having a good time after all these years. Yeah.
0: Next week, uh, we are going to be joined by Mike Channel. Uh, from are we? Uh, yeah, we are. Oh, I like him. I like him as well. Uh, what are we
3: going to make him do?
0: Well, that's the thing. If you, he's, um, he's a games journalist, so if you've got any questions for Mike...
3: Can we make him do some physical activity?
0: Well, um, he will be competing in the London Triathlon um, the weekend after the show, so.
3: Let's wear him out.
0: Let's make him do We Fit. (laughs) Haha. UFC personal trainer. Mm. Have you been seeing the pictures of the journalist with their tops up,
3: Anne? No. I've just seen Leo Tan talking about it a lot.
0: (laughs) Did you, Steve, did you hear about the bike show's rival, Leo Tan?
1: Did you hear? The Leo Tang. What was he called? Leon Tom or something?
0: <laughs>
4: no, it was Leo... Mm, <laughs> Leo
1: Tang. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So thank you uh, to all our contributors this week, particularly the new contributors, uh, the Dio Inverts Austerity Pleasures, in which they look at an, a cheap game, a game available for around about three quid every, uh, cheap every to feature. Them. Cheap to them. They're in the music industry, <laughs> yeah. Cheap to them. Well, we will be soon.
3: 59p. We will. 69. 69p. <laughs>
1: Mm. Um, I think, it's, are a
0: gonna I think it's a good idea How we going to sell our charity single for? So, uh, yeah, games, are still, games are still cheaper than music, aren't they? The singles I mean, singles
3: were like 79p, weren't they? If they had to go up to 89 now
0: Had to Yeah, I don't know It seems strange, doesn't it? Because, um, you know It's not as if something digitally distributed has got
1: Has to deal with the increase of fuel and stuff <laughs>
0: Sorting
3: out worldwide discrepancies, Simon. Worldwide.
1: And also, thank you to you, the listeners. This show wouldn't be the show it is without you. Without you listening. Yeah, sorry for singing earlier. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so wherever you were listening, apologies. But uh, there'll be more singing at Nottingham dear. once we've run it by the Game City board. Well, tonight. Amidure. And you're, you're going to do this. You're going you. <laughs> to do that this week, Simon. Going to Okay, uh, as always, please email us team at And uh, otherwise, if you don't, the next time. We'll be in touch this time next week. And we'll do the 12 inch of Do They Know It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. See you. See, bye
0: bye. Bye,
3: Nadja. <laughs>